full disclosure, I should note that I do have some Bitcoin still. I wouldn't say that on the air. It's not that much. Well, I, I mean, it's you're looking at thousands of dollars, Peter. You're painting a target on your back. I'm a thousand air. <laughs> Welcome to the Risk and Repeat Podcast, episode number 85. I'm Rob Wright, editor of Search Security, and I am here with my site editor, as usual, Peter Lotion. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. Peter, I know you're excited to sit down this week in Chernobyl. I'm always excited. No, but particularly this week, we're going to be discussing Bitcoin, and we (laughs) love discussing Bitcoin. We do. We really do love uh, discussing all things Bitcoin. It's entertainment. I'll even discuss, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'll even, I even like discussing blockchain. I know that the InfoSec guys out there hate. I, I don't want to speak for all of InfoSec, but there are a lot of InfoSec <laughs> people that hate discussing blockchain and, and hearing about products that are using blockchain and blockchain is the is the future of security. And I, I agree, it's kind of it's been overblown a little bit. But anyway, we love talking Bitcoin. We love talking. Satoshi and who's running Bitcoin and what's happening with it and this the the past few weeks but it the, but the the past few days in particular have just been a a bonanza a Bitcoin bonanza Peter for us it's been like a like a like a a, a gift from the gods because there's so much going on with Bitcoin right now it's hard to know where to begin but we definitely got to get into it and sort of discuss the implications of what's been going on with Bitcoin on the infosec industry because there is there there's there are major implications. There's a lot of there's a lot of things happening that relate that are going to have an effect on on the infosec industry, how infosec is is practiced, that the threats out there. There's a lot happening. I'll just leave it there. Let's get started. All right. So, Peter, what is the value of of Bitcoin currently? Give me an update, a live update. Oh, okay. So, just as you were talking, it went up about, I don't know, 150 bucks or so to $15,896.94 U.S. Wow. Um, That quote comes from Coinbase. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll allow it. That it doesn't reflect uh, fees or uh, charges that go with redeeming your Bitcoin. So if you have, if you had one Bitcoin, sure, you could sell it now, sure, and somebody might buy it for fifteen eight ninety six. Mm-hmm. You probably would get less. Yep, but it's a lot fifteen thousand sixteen almost sixteen thousand. It's it's an awful lot. Yeah, it, and and for perspective, we should say, I mean, if you haven't been watching the news lately. Bitcoin's value has surged dramatically. I think most people probably do know that. Most people in tech, most people that might listen to this podcast, most people that have any sort of, um, I don't know, general sense of what Bitcoin is. But yeah, it's it's risen dramatically. So at the start of, I guess the start, the start of the month, so we're, we're recording this on December 8th, a Friday, on December 1st, the, a single Bitcoin was valued around $9,800, I think, according to uh, Coindesk. And it reached a high yesterday of about 17000 So it went up. I mean, that's a lot. I, I'm bad with numbers. I don't know what the exact percentage is. It's obviously not double, but it's a lot. 
since the start of the year, since the start of 2017, the, the value of a single Bitcoin has surged 1,500%. Like, that's, that's a lot. Exactly. It is. The, the funny thing is, though, that if you go back to previous surges in Bitcoin, yeah. um, what's unusual here is that the value of each Bitcoin is so high. Yep. And it still continues, to, you know, it's been increasing at this crazy rate. Steadily, yeah. But uh, I, I, th I thought it was interesting when people would go on Twitter and say, oh, Bitcoin uh, was 12,000 two hours ago, and then one hour ago it was, it added, an, you know, they, they, they uh, are, are rating how long it takes for the um, Bitcoin to rise by $1,000. Well, I think it's more, more useful to look at the percentages. Yeah. Not that it's any more reasonable for it to be going up 20% in a day or whatever, no, whatever it's not. insanity is going on there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's clearly it's, – it's getting crazy because there's huge amounts of money that are – or it represents huge amounts of value. If everybody sold all the Bitcoin right today mm. – you, I don't think that there'd be enough people willing to pay fifteen thousand or sixteen or even no, twelve no, no. for a bitcoin. No. So, so if everybody tried to cash out, right? Once everybody does try to cash out, um, it's going to be interesting. Well, I, I, yeah, it'd be, it'd be fascinating. <laughs> but y you had mentioned uh, a story. I think it was the Bloomberg story about who, like, forty percent of oh. the. Yes. Was that the number, 40%? It was approximately 40% uh, of Bitcoin rests in uh, the hands of a... They, they, the headline said about 1,000 people, but um, it's, wow. not, it's not always... In, it's not entirely clear whether that's 1,000 Bitcoin wallets or... And some people might have more than one wallet. Yeah. It said... I think they... they I th it said 1,000 users, but it's tough to determine... Right, if those are actual individuals or or, or what? Yeah, um, and oh, and they also did not make reference to the original blocks of Satoshi Bitcoin that right. have been untouched since the yeah. since it all began. And don't we know. don't we don't even know if people anybody has access to those. Right, they could have. Anymore. As we have speculated in previous podcasts, again, we love talking Bitcoin. <laughs> you know, it's it's. It is possible that whoever owns that block of original, you know, Bitcoin attributed to Satoshi, maybe they just lost the key, you know? <laughs> well, if Craig Wright is actually, as we've talked about in, the, in, in prior mm. times, if yeah. he, uh, he he tried to prove that he was Satoshi, yeah. but the proof of being Satoshi would be being able to access those, yeah. any of those. That's Bitcoin. all you have to do. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And it, I mean... If we assume that people behind Bitcoin had a, a motive beyond make enriching themselves, uh, then we may never see that those Bitcoins move. It's possible. I mean, yeah. even if they do still have access to them. Well, so, I, yeah. But it, pure speculation. It, so. it is pure speculation, but let, let's... I, <laughs> we can speculate about Bitcoin. That, the whole Bitcoin market is speculation. At this pure point. speculation. A small number of people apparently control a very large 
chunk of the of the Bitcoin market, for lack of a better term. And a lot of the, the coverage of this is saying, well, the reason it's increasing so much is because there's a lot more activity. There's a lot more buying and selling. Okay. I, sure, yes. Um, but one of the things that we know is, is a fact is a lot of cyber criminals, a lot of ransomware um, uh, attackers, a lot of ransomware schemes rely on Bitcoin to get their payment. Now, if we are, if, if we're told, if what we're told is true about the, all these monumental, you know, threats to enterprises and individuals, the, the, the spikes in ransomware, the, the, the volume of ransomware that is being unleashed upon the public and upon enterprises and how much, uh, how much money these attacks are costing organizations and, and you know, you're talking billions and billions of dollars. So if the volume of these attacks is that high and they're only going up, doesn't that suggest that it's having at least some effect on the value of Bitcoin? Like, is it possible that the, vo the value of Bitcoin is going up because, in part because of the, the cybercrime? Well, okay, so I have over over the last, I'm going to say year, but it might be more recent. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that I've heard at least two or three experts telling me that companies are, are starting to collect, to hoard Bitcoin because just in case they get hit with a yes. ransomware. Yep. Now, very interesting. True. Not a bad, not a bad investment, I guess, all well, things considered. If they were doing it, if they started a year ago. Right um, now, who knows? Wait, oh, the, so the value went down again. No, yeah, it keeps fluttering, but the thing is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking <laughs> at the one year chart, which shows me that. Or the one year chart is ridiculous. That a year ago, like, <laughs> if you bought ten Bitcoin a year ago, you'd have roughly twenty times as much value in yeah, it, yeah. Or, you know, potential value. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it doesn't feel like to me that that companies hedging their bets against ransomware is pushing, is the, is the dominant factor in the rise. I think there's, you know, there's the bubble factor, the tulip factor, you know, the tulip mania, sure. whether or not that's actually a thing. I mean, these, these bubbles happen all the time. Um, I remember the silver bubble back in, I want to say around 1980, or early 80s. I thought it was 1980. like 1880. I know. The Silver Act. There was a there was a bubble when the <laughs> the Hunt brothers yeah, yeah. went and, and and tried to corner the market on silver. Silver right. was f almost fifty dollars an ounce. Silver silver boom, post right. Civil War. Well, I don't remember I, something. I don't remember that. I don't remember that far back. But I remember, I remember the nineteen eighties when yeah. when these guys they went and it was a big thing and yep. everybody people started you know people on the street started getting into it and I think that's the. That's the indicator when when you when your ta when your cab driver, your Uber or Lyft driver starts asking you about Bitcoin, and we've seen tweets. I, I've seen tweets in the last week where where people are saying, "Yeah, I was I was in the Uber and the driver wanted to know about Bitcoin," or my barber or my dentist or ophthalmologist Great. wanted to know about Bitcoin. Great. And when you're at that level where people are getting into it because they've heard it's the the latest greatest thing, that's the, usually the peak. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
I think there's definitely a component to that. But I, but looking at the landscape out there, I mean, the threat landscape rather. So we had, you know, everybody talked last year about it was the year of ransomware, 2016. And 2017 comes around and we have not just phishing attacks with ransomware in it, not just, you know, sort of the old method, but we have things like NotPetya and WannaCry, wormable ransomware attacks, attacks that are using major, major exploits like Eternal Blue and some of the other ones that were uh, disclosed by the shadow brokers. And then you have, you know, sort of more recently, we, 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 I think we just did a story post Thanksgiving on this. There was research about how uh, the Scarab ransomware was, was, um, being distributed through the Neckerspot net. And they, I mean, that, that was, those are millions of email addresses. It's still sort of the same way that you would do an old school phishing attack with, with ransomware, but this is, the volume of it is much larger. So it's, I do wonder how much that cybercrime component has had an effect on the value of Bitcoin, especially when you consider that, like once you have that Bitcoin, I don't know how laundering would work with Bitcoin, but don't you like start moving it around and investing it in other places? It's not totally anonymous. It, it is traceable, right? That's, that, that's correct. That's the thing. So which is which is another reason why I don't think that the companies stockpiling or even ransomware people trying to get more uh, Bitcoin is is that you know, it may be a, a factor, but it's far from the dominant right, factor. Because, yeah. because cause I, I think a lot of these folks like Shadow Brokers went to Ethereum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, um, um, Zcash. Zcash, right. Was the one they eventually settled on. Yeah. Because, because that is actually, by design, much more uh, anonymous than... It's supposed to be more anonymous, yeah. The thing with Bitcoin, especially now that... You, that it, um, You've got a lot of infrastructure for trading it for cashing out, yep. which is great. But if you try to ca like if you go to Coinbase and you try to cash out more than about five thousand dollars worth, yeah, you got to give them your social security number right. because. I, but that's yeah. a know, know your customer. Right, it's, right. It it's part of the law yeah. and it's it's it, it's interesting too how some of the exchanges have have suddenly said, oh, we 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 you, you can't we, you know. Uh, well, Coinbase, you can only withdraw. I think you can only get ten thousand dollars worth of cash out in right. some time period. Right. So, and they're basically saying some of them are saying we're we're, we're too busy right now. We, we we can't give you access. You know, call back later. Right. Right. So, so you know, you've got these trading limits. You've and th those are all to protect the exchanges, of course. Yeah. Um, to less extent to ex to to protect consumers and users but the thing about about Bitcoin and anonymity is if you're if you're looking to do a big payday with Bitcoin you've got to you've got to have a way to sell those things and I think yeah. and and if like for example if you extort 10,000 Bitcoin for me and you give me a, an address for them we can sit and watch the blockchain ledger and see what happens to those coins yeah. Yeah. when they move we can, you know, we can we can do something to, to try to trace them. So, yeah. um, so there, there's been there's been stories. I, I I definitely remember a motherboard story a while back about this about how you know 
organizations like the NSA may be trying to track like shadow broker, uh, you know, participants or threat actors, whatever you want to call them, using the Bitcoin transactions. And, you know, suddenly they switched to, I think they switched to Monero first and then they went to Zcash. I think, I think. That's, yeah, that that's sounds that sounds that sounds about right. I do know that I, I do recall that they definitely shifted away from Bitcoin. Yeah, um, but other companies uh, we should know. Other companies have done this as well. I didn't even realize this until I checked today. But Dell dropped Bitcoin support a while back, and they were one of the, I think they they adopted it in 2014. They were one of the first major you know tech vendors at least that that uh, had Bitcoin support. They dropped it. I'm not clear when they actually did drop it, um, it looks like it was fairly recently, like sometime this year. Um, they said they dropped it due to low demand. Valve Software, which runs the big uh, uh, digital download service for uh, computer games, uh, Steam, they dropped Bitcoin support just a couple of days ago because they said, yeah, it's too volatile. I mean, what's, uh, it's, 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 it's not worth it. Uh, so I wonder, like the volatility and the pricing, like does that have an effect on cybercrime? Uh, is that is it going to have an adverse effect on hackers that are looking to cash in? Like, like if you hit somebody with a ransomware attack, like like let's say that the North Carolina um, county, uh, Mecklenburg County, they got hit with ransomware recently. The uh, the the attacker said, "Pay us two Bitcoin." Well, that was twenty three thousand dollars at the time of the attack. Well, now it's it's 30,000, you know? So, I right. mean, does that, does that have an adverse effect? Well, yeah, I mean, and, and we talked about this earlier off, off, off the air, but um, when, when they report $23,000 as the ransom, then it makes me wonder, why, that's an odd number, but the actual number is two Bitcoin. Two Bitcoin. So today it's worth, um, oh, just just bumped up a little bit, but two two Bitcoin is worth over thirty one thousand yeah, this yeah. second. Yeah, real time updates. Yeah. Right, but but yesterday it was you know I think there was in the last couple of days there was one there was one or two times when I saw it going up over nineteen thousand for a few seconds. Oh geez, I didn't know that. I thought I thought the peak was seventeen, but maybe you're right. Well, the the Coinbase. Uh, console that or you know the, the the dashboard that tells you the, the price it's kind of funny because sometimes it drops out it doesn't give you the the actual it gives you aggregate or it gives you like whatever the sustained top was for the time not not the, the second to second peak exactly hmm. right interesting yeah so so I, I and I'm sure that there's an explanation for that but yeah yeah um, I mean and full disclosure I should note that I do have some Bitcoin still. I wouldn't say that on the air. It's not that much. Well, I, I mean, it's you're looking at thousands of dollars, Peter. You're painting a target on your back. I'm a thousandaire. <laughs> well, but uh, but no, I because because I have seen where people you know on Twitter are calling out people that are talking about yeah, Bitcoin, yeah. saying you should give disclosure. I mean, I and I'd like. I'd like to make a big payday, but you know. Well, I'd like to keep I'm, you around, so I hope it doesn't go too high, because then you could just cash out and be like, "See ya, later, <laughs> suckers." I'm kidding. It would have to go pretty high. It'd have to go pretty to, high. Yeah. But the way it's been increasing, though, Peter, 
it's it is a lot and and like so so to, to I guess to answer my own question I do wonder if you get hit with a Bitcoin demand these days like is that going to make an organization more likely to pay like if I pay this now it's always oh, going to cost me twenty three thousand dollars if I wait a week it's going to cost me thirty or thirty five um, or maybe 500 or maybe people will be less likely maybe people will do what mecklenburg county did and say we have our systems backed up and even though it knocked out most of our infrastructure and and data we'll take the two weeks or 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 however long or month it's going to take to get our systems back up and running rather than pay i i don't know i mean the experts out there say don't pay but you 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 and i have talked about this in relation to the uber attack the, the uber breach we know there's tons of organizations out there who have been hit with ransomware that have never, never disclosed it. They're, they're not going to disclose it. They pay it quietly and they move on. So, um, And I think that's wrong. And I think a lot of other people. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I hate to judge people that need their data and, and resort to that measure, but I just feel like it's painting a target on your back. Like if people know that you're going to pay, they're going to you know, do it again. Um, speaking of painting a target on your back, not your back, Peter. You, you just did that by saying you own Bitcoin. Um, so, so attacks, cyber attacks related to Bitcoin. Uh, and I'm wondering, is the dramatic increase in the value, has that, does that make sort of Bitcoin theft like a new, like is it, or not a new, but is that going to make it a, a more lucrative endeavor for organizations, uh, hacker organizations, cyber criminals? We just saw the news broke that I, I believe it was the a cyber criminal stole around 4,700 Bitcoin from a Slovenian Bitcoin exchange service, NiceHash. And, and that's a lot. I mean, I think it was valued at 80 million when uh, the story first broke. Between 70 and 80 million when the story first broke a couple I, days ago. I thought it was valued around 50 million when the. Cause I, oh, maybe that's right. Yeah. yeah that's right. Right. And now it it's, in the now it's closer to 80. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Is that. Is this, is this type of attack? Do you think we're going to see more of that? Are we going to see like Bitcoin theft as like a subsect of cybercrime the same way we see ransomware attacks. Well, people are going to be going after this stuff, going after exchanges, going after, um, I don't know that we'll see like another Mount Gox, but maybe we will. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly the difference between uh, the time when Mount Gox happened, which was, I want to say 2014 or 13. I think that's right, 14 or 15. Um, But around... I want to say the end of 2013, but yeah, so around the end of 2013, beginning of 2014, Bitcoin spiked dramatically. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you look at the, if you look at the graphs, you can see that the, that it, it went almost, almost horizontal or uh, sorry, almost vertical, the, the growth line. And then it, then it started, and then it started trailing back down again. So it went up to a thousand or so, almost a thousand. Then it this sort of dribbled out, and for the next couple of years, not much ha- was happening until beginning of this year. Yep. When it started all happening again, but um, but yeah, so so when you know Bitcoin at a thousand a Bitcoin is still a really good target. Yep. 
and Bitcoin at 20,000 or 15,000 or whatever it's going to, you know, or even 10,000 or 5,000, it's still going to be a, yeah. a, a target. Um, the thing that's amazing to me is that nobody's ever, nobody to date has yet uh, broken Bitcoin itself. Right. The, the attacks are all on the endpoints. Yeah. That, well, that's what, that was my next question. <laughs> How long do you think it's going to take until that happens? If it, I mean, if the value keeps going the way that it's going, it wouldn't surprise me if some if a dedicated attacker did something like that, where they just devoted all of their attention to trying to to break. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a chilling thought. Well, I I don't I, I'm I'll bet that people have been looking for that that uh, vulnerability or the 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 break the way to break Bitcoin. Um, They've probably been working on that for at least since, uh, where are we? Um, I'm looking at the chart and trying to figure out how many years. But basically know. since about 2000, you know, let's say 2013, 14, yep. that winter, that's probably the point at which people decided, well, wait a minute, this thing is not going away. It's getting huge. There's a lot of money there. So Yeah, yeah. Um, I do wonder, too, I mean, how many people out there and I don't put you in this category. You you are knowledgeable. You you've written books about technology. You know sort of the risks um, and and how to protect your Bitcoin. But I wonder how many people out there have have you know got Bitcoin a year or two ago, and they know how much the value has gone up, but they're not they don't have it adequately protected. And you know I like I, I spoke to a friend the other day who had. Um, had invested, he, he had, I think he had bought one Bitcoin. I think that's how much he has. And he, he put it in like a, you know, he's got his hardware wallet, you know, he's got it encrypted, all that. So he knows, like he, he works at a, 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 in, the, in the tech field, like he knows what the, what the risks are. But do you, do you think most people do? If they're well, not tech savvy, I don't know how many non-tech savvy people really own Bitcoin, but. I think there's a lot of Bitcoin that is un, inaccessible at this point. Like the the story, every time Bitcoin goes crazy, there's the story of the person I want to say in the UK somewhere who um, couldn't who, who who whose hard drive that had their Bitcoin on it went to the dump. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They had a they had like ten thousand Bitcoin or something, right? Um, or maybe even a thousand, but it, but. You know, yeah, a yeah. thousand Bitcoin at a thousand dollars per coin, that's a million dollars. Yeah, at twenty thousand per coin, that's twenty million dollars. So, yep. so even so, even if it's just a thousand Bitcoin, but I think it was, I, th- I want to say it was that's more bad, like ten thousand. That's bad. And they went, they they, sp- at the last time there was a big uh, surge that there were stories about this person going to the dump and tr- and looking for the oh I would for the hard drive. Yeah, I mean, you could you could put a you could put a, a, a bounty on it if you bring me my hard drive. Yeah. I'll give you, you know, I don't know whatever 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 the number of you, Bitcoin you get a cut. Yeah. You get a cut. Um, it would be crazy times over at that dump, but um, but yeah, I think there's a lot. I, I think that uh, that's an extreme example right. of somebody who is slightly careless. But I I suspect that many 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 Bitcoin are are have fallen to the floor and, and disappeared because right. cause people have lost their That's drives or lost their passwords or yep. yeah. um, 
And I think we'll probably hear about a percentage of people out there, I don't know how big, but that, that have, that still have their Bitcoin, but they don't have it secured and they're getting, they're, they're, they're getting compromised, unfortunately. Um, well, I, I mean, I said we love talking about Bitcoin and we really do. In fact, I think we're gonna have to split this conversation into two parts because we haven't even got into sort of the costs associated with, um, with, with uh, crypto mining, with Bitcoin mining, and a new thing, it's not really new, but something that has been in the news more recently, the uh, crypto hijacking, which is, I find, really fascinating. So we'll talk about that in the next episode in our two-parts or two-parter podcast on all that's going on with Bitcoin these days. Uh, it'll be fascinating. It'll be interesting. Does that mean we'll be coming back next week to do Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. You okay. need a break. All right. You need to go secure I, your Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. The thing is, though, sure in, a, in a week, we have no... I, that would I have, be awesome if we came back in here... And Bitcoin was at <laughs> $3 per coin <laughs> or alternately $30,000 per coin. That would... I mean, it, Fascinating. it'll be interesting to see where it is yeah. next week. Agreed. All right. Uh, Peter, thank you for joining me for part one. Always happy to be here. And thank you to the readers and listeners of Search Security. I'm Rob Wright, and we will see you next time.